Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. up foley fam we are back with episode 145 of the chick foley show uh it was a little bit of a slower week in wrestling but there was still a ton to discuss um wwe's finally doing something you know we've been asking yeah. for the longest time do something do anything uh <laughs> but before we dive into it let me start by introducing the stars of the show sheena how you doing Doing good. I'm about to crack open my beverage straight out of the cooler. I'm about to put it in my brand new Chick Foley show pint glass. If you're watching this on the on the YouTube's, you can see it's got our Halloween Havoc logo on there. Super stoked. Um, I just got it in today, so I had to crack it open for the show. And it's, since it's the season, you know what I mean. September's basically like Halloween season to me. So, yep. and that's a uh, Lincoln bio, right? Lincoln bio, yeah. Look in, yeah. Lincoln bio, and then um, you'll be able to look in the show notes too, and you can get your very, your very own Chick Fil A show pint glass for the for the fall season for all your uh, fall brutes, you know, ciders, pumpkin beers, all the things that Marco and I are going to be drinking for the next two months. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, and uh, Marco, what's life like up in Massachusetts right now? Going good. We're actually, I mean, up here it's a Halloween season already. I mean, the festivities have started. Like witches are everywhere, man. Yeah, so. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm fresh off of a uh, a my first uh, parent teachers night. Oh um, boy! Actually, yeah, my my uh, son started uh, uh, kindergarten, so tonight was oh, a oh uh, my gosh! Yeah, um, you meet the teachers and they go in the classroom and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, that was uh, how did it go? Were they were they like you know uh, don't bring this little troublemaker back, or were they like oh we can't we can't wait to have him in our class? Yeah, pretty. You know? I mean, a little bit of both. <laughs> it's like you know he's on he's on the fence. Might yeah. get kicked out of school. You know it's so he's you're a bad he's two, a bad two apple. more on their way up. <laughs> I mean <laughs> you, know, I, you, I, don't, the, you don't you don't know nothing yet. You got you got the, the freaking Bella twins about to come up. Twin magic's yeah, about to hit y'all next you, next year. You can, get rid, you can get rid of him, but guarantee <laughs> there's two more coming to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. But nah, they went good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. Most importantly, you can join our Foley fam at chickfoleyshow.com. Our uh, part three of our greatest tag teams of all time is dropping this weekend. So stay tuned for that. Um, and we got a lot of fun stuff going on in the Facebook group right now. So chickfoleyshow.com. Oh, yeah. And uh, Marco, what's new with the Pod Foundation this week? Oh, man, we have the uh, the return the return, the return of the uh, the extra cooler show, uh, yeah. the, the, most, yeah, the most anticipated return in pro wrestling. I know, right. Punk, eat your heart out. I know exactly, right? Jeez, can't hold, the, can't the, hold a candle to the Survivor Series team making their reemergence <laughs> yeah, the, from summer break. You, yeah, you didn't hear the pop when they returned, but it was huge. It was way bigger than uh, CM Punk's <laughs> return. But uh, yeah, they're on episode twenty-two, and uh, they're talking uh, favorite in your house pay per views. Which is nice. pretty awesome. So, and they have some extra credit stuff as well. If you obviously, if you're a fan of the show, you listen to the show, you know they they love the extra credit things where they dive into a little bit of the uh, more of the current um, product in wrestling. Uh, oh, we yeah. also have obviously the you know the workhorses of the Pod Foundation, Turnbuckle Tavern. Um, they're just obviously killing it tonight. They actually dropped their the Fig Night episode. Uh, they did it live, but obviously it's on YouTube. Uh, just go to Turnbuckle Tavern on YouTube. They did the evolution of uh, figures, so nice. check nice. that out. So 
Jinx. Yeah, they also also episode sixty eight um, of the Turnbuckle Tavern is up. It's up right after right after the next day, right after Dynamite. Just expect know, a dude. Turnbuckle Tavern episode. To I, mean, we I, say, I don't know. It's how a they Dynamite do. breakdown. It is a Dynamite <laughs> breakdown. Like they go exactly. segment by segment. Like like if it's a promo, they go damn near line by line dissecting mm-hmm. it. So if you want to mm. de- the deepest of deep dives into Dynamite, yeah, go no further than Turnbuckle Tavern. Exactly. And uh, we also got something cooking up. Old fashioned wrestling out in California is reaching out, so we're putting the finishing touches on a on a deal. The Pod Foundation is going to be sponsoring their first ever wrestling show, so stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, all social media and especially at Pod Foundation on Instagram for the details on how you guys can uh, support them and help support us. Uh, Sheen, you ready to give away some figures? You know, I'm always ready to give away some figures. All right, so we are giving away the Elite 86 SummerSlam 1998 Triple H. Drum roll, please. Congrats to our buddy, Fully Fan member, Sam Rosenthal. You are the winner of Triple H. So uh, just shoot us over your details, whether, you know, myself or Marco, or you can hit Seth up on Facebook if you want to in the group and uh, give us your address and we'll get that shipped right out to you, dude. Congrats. Yeah, I was glad to see uh, random.org spit out Sam's name. He's a a, a classic superstar. He uh, is a classic superstar. Not a a first time in the line. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. And then for next week, Sheen, show them what we're giving away. Keeping the summer vibes going. We only have a uh, a few weeks left before summer is officially open. Actually, we're down to a few days before summer is officially open at this point. So we want to close yep. out the summer in style. We're giving away the Princess mm, of mm, Staten mm. Island, Carmella Island. from uh, Elite 86 as well. We'll do this the OG giveaway style. Just shoot a screenshot to Marco on Twitter or Sheena on Instagram showing that uh, you listen to this week's show and we'll get you all hooked up. And we want to remind you guys for all your figures, if you're uh, you know unfortunate and don't win our giveaways, just head over to Ringside Collectibles and use that code Chick Foley to save 10% when you buy them. Uh, you guys ready to get into the story of the week? Yeah. All right, let's, let's do it. So it's no secret that AEW has been putting some serious heat on uh, WWE. It's Oopsie, mm. they're so nice Whoa. way to ring it twice. Um, <laughs> they uh, The momentum had kind of been building all summer with just the quality TV that they were putting out weekend, uh, you know, every single Wednesday night. Then with CM Punk signing, that was huge. And obviously bringing in Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, that really, uh, yeah. that really kind of changed the game a little bit. And putting really on think, a stellar pay-per-view of it. Yeah, and just you know? an awesome pay-per-view where they really, they gave the fans every single thing that we wanted. There was no swerves, yeah. you know. The times when the heels did win, it it made sense, but it was a big like you know it was a big night for the baby faces that night, mm-hmm. um, and I think Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan were really kind of moved that you know they moved the needle a little bit as far as you know is WWE and AEW at war because they were two that they were properly used in WWE you know what I mean right, they were both exactly. pushed hard the entire time there and they still left so I think mm-hmm. that kind of woke them up you can see it in everything that WWE's been doing we'll start with Monday night. Um, it started in the afternoon. Big E posted a tweet. He basically declared it right there for everybody to see that he was going to cash the, the in. Declared it, and uh, yeah, Roman Reigns style, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and sure, sure as hell, he came out and won the belt on Monday night. Um, before we dive into everything that happened with Big E getting his long overdue reign on top, let's talk about the guy who lost the belt, Bobby Lashley. So he ended up holding the belt for. Uh, over half a year. Um, Marco, kick us off, man. Just give us kind of your overall takeaway on the kind of significance of Bobby Lashley's reign as WWE champ. I actually loved it. Um, I love the fact that, you know, it, it wasn't like a, it, he wanted on like a, you know, 
a crazy circumstance. He kind of squashed the Miz to take it. <laughs> um, yeah. But, um, but you know, it, it, I like it as a significant reign because, you know, it wasn't, he, he said himself, he wasn't ready in the beginning um, yeah. when he first started with the WWE. So, you know, and he felt like now was his time, like he was in his prime and he was able to carry that title um, uh, with the integrity that it needed. So um, I was, I was very impressed with his reign. I mean, he defended it. He wasn't obviously, I mean, you see him week to week. He's the almighty. Yeah. He's never going to back down from anybody. Um, he had even some big he, wins, man. He, uh, yeah. he beat Drew at WrestleMania. He beat yeah. Drew in Hell in the Cell and he exactly. beat Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. So he, Back to back, like you know, top notch superstars. But he was he was digging himself out of a pretty deep hole, though. Like, let's be real. Um, before he became you know champion and like you know united with the hurt business and MVP and all that, like he he was he was not Bobby Trashley. Bobby Trashley all the way. Yeah, he was at the mid card of Doom. He was the mid card of Doom. Lana's boy toy got numbers. I still stand by that. I wasn't sports entertained by it, but that drew numbers. That was that was putting the numbers on the board for WWE when they were running that angle. Yeah, you want to talk about that, but that was like the that was like the you know the launch pad for Bobby Lashley. Like you just said, that that garnered all the I mean we joke about it, we laugh about it, but that Mm -hmm. garnered the most views. Uh, the most like uh, viewership out of any of the segments on I Raw know, at that every time. week, dude. So it's like week crazy. to week, he, they were just killing it. So I mean, he he kind of proved it to the company that you know he was someone that the you know that people wanted to see, whether yeah. it be you know like I said, a boy toy or the most <laughs> one of the most dominating champions on the <laughs> roster. So. Definitely hats off to Bobby Lashley and his Yeah, hats off to Bobby Lashley. I've talked a lot of shit about Bobby Lashley on this show, but you did. Uh, yeah, I can't <laughs> I can't deny that um, you know, he did have an awesome title reign. I wasn't a huge fan after he dumped the hurt business. I feel like that was that was a yeah. big misstep. Um I would have liked to see him carry that a lot longer and, and see where that could have went um for all the guys for that matter. But well, Cedric um, killed it on Monday night, right after it happened, you know, he tweeted out, he said if only you had a couple guys there that were watching nailed your back. It. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> exactly. nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting to the actual cash in sheet, what'd you think on how the actual mechanics of it went down and, and what the match looked like? What were your thoughts? I mean, it's a pure baby face way to do it. You know, announce that after the match, he's going to cash in, you know, I mean, that's, that's a true baby face thing to do. And you know, he did, he delivered on his promise, which is again, another, another baby face move. Um, I did think, I mean, they kind of protected Bobby Lashley in the fact that, you know, he tweaked his knee when he was, he got a little bit too, too overzealous and, you know, uh, crashed riddle through the table or whatever and uh you know kind of hurt himself before biggie came out you know he kind of forgot that biggie was was coming out to challenge him for a minute and uh i mean it was good i guess i'm just so spoiled because i'm like i was there live for the heist of the century and i feel like everything every money in the bank cash in is never going to live up to yeah, that, to that. like you know just like the perfect surprise you know what i mean like where you're just like yeah. oh my god you know dean ambrose was pretty cool you know when dean ambrose cashed in on on seth i thought that was that was pretty mage but um yeah, uh, it was it was good. I, I liked it, and obviously, you know, you love to see Big E uh, with with the title. I mean, I, there's no denying that he deserves it, and uh, it, it's a good move for the company. I like the uh, I like the announced <laughs> cash in just because there's still that tension there because we've been so conditioned to uh, you know Money in the Bank cash in attempts getting shut down at the last second that mm-hmm. from the yeah. moment his music hits until the actual bell rings, there's just that mm-hmm. tension because you're just waiting for someone's yeah. music to hit or something yeah. to happen. For not to have, so you can almost feel like everybody going like let out a sigh of relief when when the bell rings to start the match. Right, um, that's true. Oh, I got I gotta come in though with the hate. Like they had a commercial break between the time his entrance yep. music hit and when the match started. Like what the hell? That defeats the whole purpose of Money in the Bank. So I'm gonna yeah. come in 
and you know that use this right. once in a lifetime opportunity to try <clears throat> to get the championship from you. But first, yep. a word from our sponsors so you can recover. <laughs> that is that is like the most WWE thing that could have happened. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're like the the big you know. Shilling out to advertisers in your biggest moments. You yeah. Know? So the first, yeah, the first thing I said to my wife was, uh, because it, you know, the rumor, you know, what happens at WWE? They like to go, oh, someone's gonna cash in, and mm-hmm. then when they do, they either cash in and it, and they end up losing it, and then you know, it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's all done, or they don't cash it in, they, the bell doesn't ring, and then something happens. So I'm like, right, right. All day on Twitter, everyone's just like, oh, they're just, you know, they're just doing this, so people will just watch three hours of Raw, and then they're gonna, and they're just gonna like, you know, blow it at the end and not let them win. So I, I, I literally said that to my wife because she was sitting down here watching me. I'm like, you know, he get, he gets ready, he gets in, they ring the bell, and they go to commercial break, and I'm like, that's, I was like, that's like, if that's not a sign that he's not winning yeah. the title, exactly. I was like, that was it. She was like, yeah. she was like. I, she was like, I never like experienced that before. She was like, but I think she's like, gonna probably win. She's like, that's not really like a. I'm like, you don't know WWE. I was like, mm-hmm. if someone cashes in, they go right to commercial. It's either that's they're setting up for something wonky, matter. or but no. Yeah. It, I mean, they actually I was fall thinking, through. Uh, I was thinking we were gonna come back from commercials and it was just gonna be a gang of doctors in the ring, like looking at Bobby Lashley's <laughs> knee. <laughs> they they call it off, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I threw up some uh, actually before I threw up on uh, Twitter. There's some like some uh, factoids about Big E. Let's hear the it. title. So, um, so obviously he's New Day's second WWE yeah. champion, right? That's right. Um, he's the first. He's the fourth um, world, uh, Black World Champion, not including the WCW title, not the big gold. Just you know, just a WWE champion. So, so Kofi Rock, um, Bobby Lashley, then him. So he's the fourth one. Um, that night marked the first time they were back to back. Uh, black people as title reigns. Oh wow, which is pretty. I mean, it makes insane. sense. I mean, yeah. if, if it's only the fourth uh, ever black WWE champion, then you know there probably hasn't been very many back to back. You know, yeah, not like not obviously not including like for Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, um, but for the men anyway, that was the first time ever that there was a you know an ending yeah. of a reign for him and then a, a beginning of the reign. Um, this one I thought was pretty cool. He's the fifth person to hold the the NXT championship and then go on to win the world championship on the main roster or a world championship. So let's do so let's have, do some impromptu trivia. Sheena, can yeah. you name the five NXT and uh, main In, roster world champions, including him, including including him? Um, yeah. So we got um, freaking Seth Rollins, <laughs> Finn Balor, um, Kevin Owens. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is one of the five, or there's five include five outside of Bobby Lashley. Outside of Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley's not one. No, oh, he's yeah. not one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, um, one more. There's one more. We just spoke about him too. Just spoke about him. Yeah. Who am I freaking forgetting? Um, mm, Husky Harris was never NXT champion, right? No. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't think. Who Drew. Is it? Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, Drew. Freaking Drew. Yeah. How could you forget about Drew? We forgot That's about Drew. So fast. How could you forget? How could you forget about Drew? Drew and NXT was such a fl- like. It was such a flash. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, was so was ready for the main roster, and he was there. Like I. Yeah. And he didn't do anything super. Mem- the most memorable exactly. thing he did in NXT really was when NXT. Uh, was undisputed era, like making yeah. their debut in attack. I, mean, I remember him being there, but yeah, like you said, I don't have any like 
like really memorable moments. But yeah. yeah, he won the belt the very next takeover. He lost the belt and hurt his arm. And then the next time we mm-hmm. saw him was on the uh, the main roster. I feel like I did pretty good. Four out of five. You know, yeah, that was a very good job. Yeah, NXT, NXT title the their lineage is pretty good. I'm looking forward to like you know five years from now when they drop a documentary like just basically like the history of the NXT championship because yeah, it's always been a pretty interesting title picture down there. Great. Um, so the last Money in the Bank winner was The Miz. He held the belt for all of about <laughs> two weeks. Um, it's been a while since the Money in the Bank run uh, uh, cash-ins led to a meaningful uh, title mm-hmm. reign. Marco, what do you think Biggie's title reign is actually going to look like? Um, I, I definitely think it's going to be longer than two weeks uh, for Biggie, uh, mainly because it, it just yeah. seems like, you know, just even from the, uh, the the support that he got from literally everybody be it indie wrestling, AEW, like just everyone on Twitter, just like congratulating Biggie, like saying it, yeah. you know, it couldn't happen to a, like a greater person. So like, and he's been doing the rounds too. I'm not sure if you seen him on like ESPN, Fox, were like doing interviews like left and right. So like, they're kind of like before he won the title, they kind of like priming and prepping him to be like kind of like the face of the WWE. So yeah, um, and you know it's 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 going to come to a head. You know the Usos on the New Day are going to meet up again. And it's oh, going to yeah. be the bloodline versus the uh, versus a new day with Big E as a champion, and hopefully Roman Reigns is still the champion. But um, they um, uh, Roman Reigns tweeted actually <laughs> that uh, after he cashed in, he tweeted "Good choice." <laughs> Basically, like don't even nice. think about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you picked wisely. You picked Bobby Lashley because you probably just would have got smashed and uh, lost your opportunity. But yeah, I can see that, and even like uh, a lot of the uh, WWE. Social media is kind of hyping that up, the, uh, right. the new day versus the bloodline. So, um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a pretty lengthy run for for Biggie. I don't think it's gonna be. I mean, the Miz is one thing. Obviously, he's an athletic guy, but you know, just look at the at the physical stature of Biggie. Like, who would who would take that title off of him besides yeah. Bobby Lashley if it was a a rematch or or Drew McIntyre or something like that? So. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, the other good thing about this that no, I haven't really seen mentioned much on social media yet is the New Day's reunited now. They're back, yeah. man, yeah. with uh, Big E over on Raw. You know what I think would be awesome? Um, you know, New Day the last few weeks, they've been rocking the Outsiders-inspired gear. Kofi's looking like uh, Kevin Nash, and um, Xavier's rocking the Scott Hall gear. I think Big E needs to come out, and instead of perfectly matching them, he needs to come out with some Hollywood Hogan-inspired oh uh, singlets and stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Recreate the original NWO with Hogan and uh and the outsiders. So that would be uh, what about you, Sheen? Let's give me the uh put a month on it. What number of months do you think Biggie is gonna hold the WWE championship? I think he will hold it for I think he'll be I think he'll hold it through Mania, through the Rumble, maybe. Wow. Wow, okay. Mania or the Rumble? Huh? That's a big difference. You said you know, started yeah. Mania, then you said the Rumble. I think he'll. I think he'll hold it through Mania, dude. I think. I think he'll. I, I, think, I feel like he came in. I'm always a little bit skeptical when people get the belt just out of nowhere. Not that this out of nowhere. It was a long time coming, but there hasn't been a big focus push on him in the main event. I. Uh, I don't know, but he's winning at a good time. September is typically like the fall is usually like a down period for yeah. WWE where they get a little bit That's experimental. So through the end of the year, which is why I was like rumble. But then I was like, yeah, I'm thinking rumble. I'm thinking, rumble. Go, I'm thinking he can get it to the rumble and we'll see where his reign goes. You know, the fans love him. Obviously mm-hmm. uh, you see all the outpouring of love on social media. So the other mm-hmm. wrestlers love him. And that tells me 
that they're going to give their best when they get in those programs with them. You know, it's going to be meaningful. It's going to be entertaining, whoever's feuding with them. So um, maybe this can be one of those runs where the momentum just kind of builds and builds after, even after they win the belt. And uh, he does that for a long time, but very happy to see him get it. Um, Awesome wrestler. It's always great in the ring. And uh, my one request would be, see a little bit more of the serious side, the mean side, because he's got it in him, you know, he was really... Well, we kind of saw it during when he was uh, fighting, um, oh my gosh, Apollo. <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. his name? You know, he, he yeah. brought it he brought it out then, you know. Um, granted, I feel like Apollo's character was a little bit over the top for me, so I, I couldn't really buy into that feud because I just didn't really love Apollo's gimmick. But um, yeah, we definitely saw him, you know, bring the, bring the seriousness, and we know he can, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love this character in NXT back when he be, like the character he was right when he was still Big E Langston before he, before he lost the his Langston. last name. When he was, uh, yeah, when he was feuding with Seth Rollins. I thought that was great. Um, perfect segue. Let's move on to Tuesday night with the debut of <laughs> NXT 2.0. Uh, a lot of thoughts, man. Just yeah. within our Pod Foundation group chat. That's like our mm. little, uh, it's about a dozen of us in there. Yeah. It's the hardest of the hardcore wrestling fans and you know, thoughts were all over the board with it. Um, Sheen, what do you think of the overall new look and feel of NXT? I think, I mean, the look and feel was okay. Um, I will say though that the for me, I guess it was so dark and like you know, um, <laughs> depressive like, man. It was a depressing. dungeon. It was like Snape took over NXT. Yeah, exactly. There was some serious dark magic happening in there. Um, but I just feel like it, it it was so wide open and they had so much so much light on the crowd. I feel like it was a little bit distracting, especially because they had those clear barricades, which I just noticed that I hate. Oh, I yeah, like, I let's hear Sheena go- Sheena had a nice take on the uh yeah, the clear I like, barricades instead I don't of the guardrails. I don't need to be looking at people's freaking hairy shins and cargo shorts. Like the whole, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I'm, I, like that, that's too much, you know what I mean? Like it's too distracting. Give me some real barricades barricades in there also did did anybody (laughs) else feel like the the fans were like way far away from the ring i feel like typically you know you're like one one um mat length away from the from the ring but everybody was like pushed way back i mean i don't know if it's like social distancing protocols or what the hell they're doing but it was like i didn't really notice that i'll, I'll be on the lookout for it, it looked like it, it just, yeah. the, the, the arena felt really empty for it to be the same arena that they were using it felt way emptier than it did when it was like darker and i don't yeah, know so, i don't know what it was about it yeah i kind of noticed that on um aew last night too it seems like they're spacing out that that area where you know when you go outside to they're not filling in that section. Yeah, to make it, like filling in more seats. It's actually like a bigger. It's a space bigger like, like space fight outside. between the ring and the barricade. Yeah, yeah it seems like they're doing that. It's a full yeah. mat links. You know what I mean? Like especially laid out. in NXT and AEW, wrestlers are doing some crazy stuff on flying outside the rings. So maybe it's just you know giving the guys some more room to work out there. Yeah. Yeah, sense. I can see that, but it, it it definitely makes it feel a little bit, you know, I'm so used to the audience being like right there, you right. know? Yeah. Um, and when somebody like hits the barricade, like the people are like, oh, you know, like leaning over the, the side and everything. And I feel like it's not like that, you know? Marco, what'd you think of, uh, of, of pro wrestling meets Nickelodeon? Oh man, it was so bright. That's a, that's the first, <laughs> my first <Yeah>. thoughts. <laughs> Where, like, it was bright. just like, just, just colors everywhere. Um, it just reminded me of uh, In Living Color. Um, I know I'm dating myself, but the show no, it was definitely. a sketch sketch comedy show, just like the just like the the splash, you know, painting on the NXT logo and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, just it definitely seemed like they're gearing, you know, they're trying to fit it more towards a, a younger audience. Essentially, not that the content is for a younger audience, but just like the, the look and feel of it. Yeah. Um and even when we talk about it later, the uh the index wedding, you can definitely <laughs> tell. 
I have some thoughts on that too, but not nothing negative. Just like just some observations about uh, that. But yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Like you said, so it, did it, I. It, I was it, entertained, it man. Getting used to, I think. But uh, yeah. I was sports entertained, as they yeah. like to say. I, I like the look. I'm a big fan of the bright colors. I like Wale on the new theme song. <sighs> um, there were a ton. If I had a critique, it was that there were a ton of new people. Like it seemed like there was a brand new wrestler being introduced on. Yeah damn near every single segment to where it got overwhelming. I'm thinking they're just going to throw a bunch of guys at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, and they all um, had the worst names. Which brings us to our next topic. Braun Breaker. So this is... Uh, you, have, you, have it here, you have it here spelled B-R-O-N-B-R-E-A-K-E-R. There's two There's two K's in there, Seth. Yeah, so, you know, they, had, they had to make it extra special. Yeah. With two K's. He, yeah. The weird thing about it, though, is so... One, the dude is the son of Rick Steiner, nephew of Scott Steiner, who, you know, you can hear all about them on our greatest tag teams countdown, Patreon exclusive, but everybody knows those are two legendary professional wrestlers. Dude looks like a million bucks. I mean, he kind of looks like a a hybrid. Yeah, he looks like a hybrid between two of them. And he was awesome in the ring. Like the dude could work. Like He could go. I think originally he was when he was starting out his career, he was being called Rex Steiner. I don't know why they don't just go with that. Like, why not give him a Steiner name? Exactly. Keep it. I don't know why they felt the need to switch his name. I think that would have instantly given him some credibility, and he could have fed off of their legacy. They a didn't even bit. mention that he was a uh, Steiner, like like a legacy guy. Yeah, they, it's like- just weird. I don't know, and I know WWE has bad blood with Scott Steiner, so that maybe maybe that's why. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe they're just waiting, and maybe if you know they can mend those fences, um, something will change. But. To me, he was definitely the uh, the standout out of all the new yeah. guys that showed up. Oh, yeah, what did you, you think, Marco? No, no, definitely. Yeah, he was definitely the standout out of all the out of all the uh, the fresh faces. Like you said, they were throwing out. You didn't like Von Von. I mean, they're they're all pretty good. Like you guys said, I think they're just trying to like you know throw everything out there, see what see what people gravitate towards. I mean, it's it's technically like. Like it's built as NXT 2.0, so you're definitely going to see a lot of brand new faces. It's not going to be a lot of the people yeah. you've seen before. And I, I kind of like, like trained myself going into this new one, new uh, version of NXT that that was going to happen. That right. it's not going to be the same dark, yeah, dingy, grungy NXT is- that we've known and loved before. It's going to be a you know a bright, shiny, clean. Version Which of is fresh fine, but we're in this weird transitional period where it feels really odd because it's like Tommaso Ciampa yeah. does not fit in the same world as like no. these these new bloods. You know what I mean? Like like their names, their look, like all, everything. Like and they're so new. Like it just feels like Tommaso Ciampa's in like a, in the wrong universe. Like he like he's like Wreck It Ralph and he just walked into the wrong. Yeah. universe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you would think, but I mean, they put the belt on him on the first night of 2.0. It's pretty crazy. It was weird that that wasn't the main event segment you know they put the wedding on last so i don't know what to think of that i don't know if it the fact that they actually just put that kind of in the middle of the or not the middle of the show but it was just close to the end not the main event and um they threw the belt back on champa that makes that makes me think that samoa joe really was hurt and they just rushed to do something and champa's the most reliable so let's put the belt on him for a little bit and we'll figure it out but yeah you're right sheen it's definitely weird that NXT 2.0, um, the biggest match of it, had Tommaso Ciampa, who's one of the four or five guys most synonymous with NXT over the last yeah. few years. Um, he's holding the belt. Uh, let's get to the wedding. 
it was one of the few weddings in wrestling that did not end with you know the, the folks actually got married and there was really you know minimal fisticuffs aside I from was actually uh, gonna ask if this was the first wwe wedding to go off without a hitch yeah, uh, I think so. uh, yeah. I think Macho Man and Liz was the closest, but then you know yeah. Undertaker and Jake the Snake classed the reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they actually got married. Oh, most of people don't even get. Yeah, most time people don't end up. You know, <laughs> even making it to the ideas. Sensual. Yeah, Stephen Taker. You know, um, what was Steph it? Like, and Triple Steph, H. I think Stephanie's probably the most married person in WWE. Yeah. Steph yeah. Triple H, Stephen Test, Lashley and Lana. They didn't get married either, so. Yeah, Daniel Bryan and AJ Lee, you know, our, our AEW. Chuck and um, oh, Billy, Billy, Billy and Chuck. Billy and <laughs> Billy Chuck, and yeah. Chuck. Kane and Lita got married too. Kane and Lita, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, I thought it was good. As far, if, as far as WWE comedy goes, this was about as good as it gets. Uh, Mark, what was, was your thoughts on the wedding? Event? What was that? I said, why was it the main event, though? Like, I think I just want to highlight the fun new NXT. So that's and, and if you're gonna go by the rumors on and on who is supposedly in control of the new NXT, you, you're conditioned to know why that was the main event yeah. as opposed to an actual title match. So if the, if the rumors are true and these 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 two gentlemen uh, that are running the that are a part of the main roster and they are doing NXT, it kind of you can kind of see it that you know the the title was a second. Like a secondary thought. It wasn't yeah. even a, yeah. a thing. Marco, like, you know like, what I was waiting for? Whenever Dexter Loomis choked out the uh, the <laughs> Reverend or whatever, I was waiting for Brother Love to pop up, man. I just knew it. <laughs> See, was- that would have been amazing if they did that. But, <laughs> but, but my, So my ob- observations about that was like, kind of like I said, they're kind of gearing it towards a younger, like, like a younger crowd. That whole segment seemed like a, almost like a, like a Nickelodeon type of like, yeah, it was like some of all that. Show. All that. Man. I was going to say all that. Yeah. The comedy in it, like I was actually like, I laughed at a few of the like the, it was the jokes in there, like the like Austin Aries. Yeah, yeah Austin I, thought, Aries. I, thought, I thought he was funny. I thought not Austin Aries. Austin Aries. Austin, Aries, Austin, oh, Austin Theory. Theory. <laughs> um, Johnny Gargano was hilarious on it. Like he, like him and Candace have that like, like they, I don't know, they have kind of like really good comedic like chemistry. Yeah. Too, and then like Indy with her uh, vows. Well, her knew, vows are hilarious. Yeah, I knew nothing crazy was going to happen because we know, you know, Candace is Candace is knocked up. So I was like, well, they're not going to do any bumps. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. think they're going to do big bumps because Candace is like front and center in yeah, the. Yeah, Dexter. We got to actually hear Dexter speak. It was the first time ever since yeah. he uh, showed up that he actually said some words. How about pretty him good. stealing uh, Orange Cassidy's gimmick when it was time to do his vows? Oh yeah, the thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he should have let that. The 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 uh, the. The pastor should have let that slide, um, <laughs> and he wouldn't have got choked out. Yeah, but, uh, he, he had to. He had to keep his. He, he had to flap his gums, and then get. Cho- I thought that was pretty funny as well. But um, yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I mean, I was like I said, I was sports entertained. I didn't hate it at all. It's- I got a bad feeling it's going to end up going <clears throat> off the rails, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like the first episode of 2.0. But yeah, I, yeah. I got I'm I'm worried that it's just going to keep going further and further mm. in the. Uh, I think that what we saw in the index wedding is more of what we're going to see as opposed to some of the, the really good in-ring action we saw early on the show. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like me and Marco both thumbs up on it. Sheen, what are you, thumbs up or thumbs down on NXT? I'm like, I'm like thumbs sideways. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not, um, I didn't hate it. You know, I, I try not to be like pessimistic. I didn't hate it, but it just felt like raw light to me. And I'm like raw, like in the last several weeks, like, I don't want anything to be raw light right now. I don't want anything. I don't even want anything to be raw as it, 
stance right now. You know, granted, we had a good episode of Raw, but I mean, when the, when's the last time we had a good episode of Raw before this past yeah. Monday night? You know, um, I think so we had I, a good closing segment of Raw. I wouldn't even say it was a good episode. Yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, episode yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so I just feel like. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to stay, you know, keep my ear to the ground and keep watching, but I'm, I'm still mourning the loss of NXT, like the real mm-hmm. NXT, you know, I, I'm, I'm mourning the loss of NXT prior to going. Oh to yeah. You know what, Marco? I don't even know why we asked her this. Remember, she's got to stick by that hot take. Cause remember, she's the one that was basically <laughs> like NXT's dead. Cancel it. Like it's never going to be the same anymore. So <laughs> she just true. can't backtrack anymore. So yeah, take that thumb sideways, you know, with a grain of salt. I think, uh, I think thumbs up's the way to go if you're a true fan yeah. of uh, professional wrestling. Let's you know what? I'm going to go ahead and turn it down. Screw NXT. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Let's, uh, let's hear from our friends at Turnbuckle <laughs> Tavern. Drop by and visit the Turnbuckle Tavern, where every Thursday we give you the most in-depth analysis of all things AEW, as well as dive into Impact Wrestling, NWA, and all things Indie. If you like heated debates, compelling interviews, and a shot of nostalgia, you'll love the Turnbuckle Tavern. Available on Apple and Spotify. Drink it in. It always goes down smooth. You guys watching on YouTube right now can see I got the Turnbuckle Tavern uh, sticker right there on my uh, my perfect pint hydro flask. Yeah, our, um, our uh, four-year-old <laughs> knew what that I mean, but he was like three when he, whenever he saw the, the sticker Mark, for the first time. are you now. good, man? You have some uh, congestion going over there? A little bit, but we got <laughs> I thought the Ultimate Warrior got pumped up off that Turnbuckle Tavern ad and was making a run-in for the, uh, the Royal Rumble segment. All right, so you guys know how it works. We'll hit the timer. Sheena and Marco are each going to have 30 seconds to talk about whatever topic I cue them up for. Sheena, you're up first this week. Mm. Dark Side of the Ring makes its return tonight. It's actually uh, probably just wrapping up as we're recording right now. Uh, what is your most anticipated episode of the new season? Um, I think it's got to definitely be the the plane ride from hell. I want to I want to hear all about the drunken wrestlers just like beating the hell out of each other on on a flight and hearing all the all the drama and all the scrum and everything and Triple H trying to like keep the peace and you know Jim Ross. I can't wait to hear Jim Ross's take on uh, how how it all went down. So yeah, definitely the the plane ride from hell because I've had a plane ride from hell myself flying from uh, Hawaii to the mainland with my pregnant with my dogs and my baby so i, I want to hear about other people's plane rides from hell yeah that's the uh, season premiere on tonight dark side of the ring is pretty good about that they usually lead off with a banger for the uh, episode of the season to kind of get the uh kind of get the hooks into you for the rest of the episodes mm. all right marco you are up next roman reigns will be facing the demon finn balor we actually saw the demon in full you know the full get up uh this past friday night on smackdown the only other time the Demon's been pinned in WWE was when Samoa Joe beat him at NXT The End back in 2016. Will Roman Reigns become the second Samoan Joe mm. to beat the Demon? <laughs> the second one? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, but we, We've said this before. we said this countless of times. It's, there's no stopping the Reigns train. He's just going to, like you said, he's just going to smash Finn Balor and move on to the next opponent, which is which is Brock Lesnar. Um, and I, I kind of said this earlier, but it's going to be at the crown jewel. So, and the uh, universal title does not have a great tra- track record over there. So, we'll, he's definitely making it. Uh, he's definitely making it. Uh, 
But Finn, he's going to fight Brock before he fights Finn, right? Isn't extreme? No, isn't he Crown Jewel Brock before October twenty first at Crown Jewel? Yeah, it's uh, Extreme Rules is uh, in like in a say, couple of weeks. Yeah, Actually, next, next Sunday, week. the twenty seventh. Oh. Yeah, the twenty seventh. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, yes, my spoiler only, alert. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, so they announced Brock and uh, Roman. Yeah, for, but they you said know, that's happening regardless. So Brock and yeah, Roman are fighting. Yeah. It may or may not be for the, the Universal Championship. Mm, Maybe yeah. they okay. specifically mentioned in their press release that the match will happen regardless of what happens with Roman and Finn Balor at Extreme Rules. Yeah. So Brock could always come out and you know give Finn the assist, man. He could come out and help True. the demon beat Roman uh, for the belt, or vice versa. He could uh, he could pull a undertaker against bret hart circa 1997 <laughs> and actually help roman win you know what i mean that was when uh you know bret and psycho sid were fighting for the belt on the raw before wrestlemania and undertaker helped sid win to make sure he still got his title shot so that could actually be an out for finn and set something up down the road for demon finn and brock so uh i, I like it man all three of those guys are you know top level superstars and it's going to be intriguing i think the I, I see why some people were initially annoyed when that news was announced, but uh, I think it, it makes the Extreme Rules match even more interesting with Brock kind of looming there. What, what about you, Marco? If you had to pick it right now, who's leaving Extreme Rules with the belt, Finn or Roman? I have to go with Roman. Um, I mean, it's a it's, it'll be a tough sell uh, for a crown jewel if, if Roman doesn't walk in there with that uh, universal title. I mean, obviously, you know, people are going to pay to see that regardless, but... I think it. I think it makes it more, more prestigious if uh, if Brock Lesnar is actually facing Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. No, but we haven't seen having... the Demon in years, dude. The Demon. If the Demon comes back and gets beat, it's gonna. It's gonna. The Demon will be dead forever. Well, you. Well, well you're forgetting it's, it's Extreme Rules, so it's not like a. It's it, anything can happen. It's gonna be like no disqualification. You know, Usos yeah, gonna true. get involved. There's yeah. gonna be a whole bunch of stuff. It's not gonna be a clean win. Like so you I said, don't have to worry about the demon. And, and Brock could come out and screw him. You know what I mean? Now, yeah. Now that yeah. we talked about it, I think that's actually probably the most likely scenario. Brock comes out and actually screws over Finn. Um, yeah. Let's get on with that. I'm always getting on to you guys. Now it was me this week <laughs> killing the, uh, the Royal Rumble gimmick. All right, Sheena, you are up next. Let's, so at, at Dynamite Grand Slam, which is arguably mm-hmm. going to be the biggest episode of Dynamite we've ever had, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan and Kenny Omega will be facing each other in a non-title match. Yeah. Who is going to win that match? So this one is really tough because you could play out any of the scenarios and make it like, you know, work really well. Um, my gut is telling me that Daniel Bryan is going to win because, you know, he needs to come in and show Kenny that like, yeah, you know, he needs like I feel like Kenny's not afraid of Daniel Bryan. and He needs to be. Um, and we saw a more serious side of Kenny when he like squared up to Daniel Bryan without all of the, you know, the elite there around him. He was like really focused and. Um, I feel like this is going to be a great match. Um, I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. The only, my only hesitation, though, is that they played that exact that that exact scenario out with Christian. You know what I mean? Like he came in, won, and then when it was the title match, like he he lost. So I just don't know if they're going to play that back again. Sorry for running over my segment, but I feel like it's it could good. go either way. All right, so Sheena's going to. I'm still saying schmoz, Marco. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm saying who do you, th- you think is going to win? I'm, I said it's going to be a schmoz. Sheena says oh, Daniel Bryan. It's, it's, it's going to be a DQ, and Daniel yeah. Bryan's going to win by DQ. All That's right. what I, I mean, it's you, there's too many hands involved into the in in that, right? For um, you know, and they got to tease it a little bit, so they you know when they actually do face off for the title, it's like an actual like legit like right. you know hyped up match. 
It's going to be, yeah, you know, it'll be the first time we see a true finish between them. At least this. They, they fought back in the day on the indies, but now that they're both. They've both come a long way since then. Yes. All right, Marco, let's go to your next one. So Medusa, my old <laughs> fling from uh, from WrestleCon 2017. <laughs> She's writing an autobiography. <clears throat> so I saw this after you put in the notes and looked into it. She says it's coming out in spring 2023. I mean, right yes. now it's summer 2021. Like how long does it take to write a book, lady? You know, like I feel like you can crank one out quicker than two years, but I guess she's got quite the story to tell. Um, who, what is a wrestler? Who is your most wanted wrestler autobiography? Um, so it's actually, I think it's actually happening next year is uh, John Moxley is actually coming out with a uh, autobiography. That'll be um, great. It's actually up for pre-order right now. So yeah, he, the cover he, looks really cool. He's walking down the street and everything. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's an interesting dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, since he already has one coming out, probably Eddie Kingston, uh, just just to know his background a little bit more, um, cool. since he's kind of similar in that vein. But my main question was in the notes that I put was, will Seth be in the Medusa? Will that be? <laughs> I said exact same question to Seth. <laughs> will that be thought- chap- Maybe that's why it's taking so long. Maybe I she has so. to reach out yeah, to people. Trying, yeah, maybe she she may be on a, she may have been on Craigslist misconnections like these past four years in Orlando. You know, like, who is that guy that I had the extended contact with at the? Uh, at the panel stage at, at WrestleCon, you know. So and who was his? Who was his super hot wife that looked like she could kick my ass? <laughs> yeah, so I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely be flipping. Uh, you know, I'll be going to the later chapters, 2017 timeframe to see if I, if I made the cut. I mean, like I said, dude, dude, I was looking up. I made eye contact. I was like, hey, there goes a Lundra Blaze because she was always a Lundra Blaze to me. She was never Medusa. She was yeah. always a Lundra Blaze. I was like, hey, there's a Lundra Blaze. And then I kind of just looked away to be polite. When I looked back, she was still looking at me and she smiled. So we definitely had a moment. Oh, that's definitely that's definitely going to be a, a little a blip in the book, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a little part of it. The title is going to be like Ginger Lovin', you know? <laughs> the Ginger the title of the chapter. <laughs> Ginger Snaps. All right, Sheen, you are up last. So we were lucky enough earlier this week. I scored the pre-sale code off Twitter and we got yeah. some primo seats to the November 12th episode of Friday Night Smackdown here at the Norfolk mm-hmm. Scope. Uh, it's going to be a pretty interesting little experiment for me and Sheena because we're going to Smackdown on Friday and then we're going to Dynamite the following Wednesday. So we'll have oh, wow. basically the exact same audience in the same market. We can really compare you know, what the uh, what the two different crowds are mm-hmm. like. Um, but Sheen, uh, the big difference for Smackdown, you know, Dynamite's going to be just the adults. Me and Sheen are going out having some time for ourselves. We are taking our four-year-old Brett the Babyface with us oh to Smackdown. It's going to be his first ever uh, pro wrestling event. Sheena, tell us who the Babyface is going to be most excited to see at Smackdown. Oh my gosh, all of his favorites are going to be there. Finn Balor is going to be there. Uh, Roman Reigns was one of his OG favorites. He used, I mean, before he, I just watched a video the other day. I mean, he was like not, he was not even two yet. He's like 18 months old and he was going, Roman Reigns. So he's been on the Reigns train since, uh, since his day one. So he's going to be so stoked to see Seth, uh, Roman, and Finn Balor, I think. I think he's just going to mark all the way out when he sees them. He's going to say, are they, can they come to my house? Can Seth come to my house? That's his, that's his, that's his new thing. Whenever he sees somebody on TV that he likes or somebody, he's like, can they come to my house? It's, uh, it's going to be funny just seeing his reaction, like the pyro and everything, you know? Um, one, one thing to know though, we got a draft coming up between now and then. So we don't know who all we'll see. I think Roman will definitely be there, but yeah, pretty much anybody else is up for grabs, but, uh, either way, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. We were, we were kind of went back and forth on it, but 
since since we're going to dynamite a few days later, even if you guys with kids know, sometimes it can be a disaster when you take them out to public outings. Um, so even if it's a disaster, we got another oh, yeah. wrestling event to look forward to yeah. in a few days. Brett's pretty um, good though. Stella, good. on the other hand, I would not I would not take her at Definitely all. Definitely not. But yeah, but, uh, I think Brett's yeah. gonna have a good time. Brett'll be cool. Let's have a drink. Sheen, tell us what you were drinking in that brand new Chick-fil-A show pint glass. I'm finishing up um, this Stone Brewing Company. Um, it's called Delicious IPA. It's a exactly citrus- what it is. Yeah, no, nothing fancy on the name. Nothing fancy. They're, they're letting you know what to, what you're getting your uh, you know palate ready for. So citrusy lemon drop hops, tropical El Dorado hops, and uh, seven point seven, uh, and then it's gluten reduced. So you know. All you, uh, all you, um, if you're, if you're not quite gluten free, but you don't love, if you like, if, <laughs> if you, you don't, if you, <laughs> if you don't hate gluten, but you don't love it, it's the, that's right. Yeah. It's glu- gluten reduced. Wow. All right. It's Marco, good. It's, uh, about? it's, you know, not as good as a broken skull, but it's, it's good. Oh, speaking of broken skull, get that right here. What? That's right. That broken skull. Give me a hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's the greatest, it's a, it's the greatest IPA. On the planet Earth, I don't think there's anything that beats it right yeah, now. It's it's, it, it, it's 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 always in my rotation now. If I'm at a, if I'm at a liquor, liquor store, like just perusing around, and I see one, I just grab a. a our total pack. wine it's, was all the way out, dude. It's so. completely really? out of stock in our entire area right now. Wow. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I that was last weekend when when I went on my last beer run. I'll check again. So in my because I'm the same way. There's a in my so basically I have like ten. Um, slots in my uh, my beer fridge for 10 different varieties of beer and stone the broken skull ipa that's one of the ones that has like a permanent designated spot but he's <laughs> actually it's actually put in by the bret hart ipa right now so uh because you know stone cold's left us high and dry uh yeah. for me i started <laughs> that off that with, bret hart beer is no joke though it, yeah, it's, it's a good. banger i started off with a ruby redbird by shiner bot we talked about this a few times it's standard light beer but with a uh, ruby red grapefruit juice mixed in and then uh, I'm washing it down with a Minuteman IPA. This is from Three Notched uh, Brewing. It's just same thing. It's uh, your standard uh, citrusy India Pale Ale. It's seven percent too. So we're all three going heavy. So these takes might get uh, a little bit hotter mm. as the uh, oh, yeah. as the show progresses on. It may not be as hot as last week. Last week we were, um, you know, yeah, we last week we were two, uh, two shows in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready to uh, talk some figures? Let's go. For all the dedicated listeners, you guys got to get on to Sheena. Tell her up and do some uh, some voiceover for the brand new Figure Four segment. I want to remind you guys to use code CHICKBOLY to save 10% on all your figure purchases at Ringside Collectibles. Uh, let's start it off with Stevie Richards. Big Stevie Cool getting his first figure in a long time. Coming to the cello line. Um, I'm really excited for this. I was always a fan of Stevie Richards. Uh, I get to see him from time to time on uh, DDP Yoga. Sometimes he pops in and is actually helping out DDP with some of the workouts. I think he's yeah. actually one of Diamond Dallas Page's employees nowadays. Uh, but we're starting to get a little BWO action now. You know, Cello already made the Blue Meanie. Now they're making Big Stevie cool. We need like uh, Nova to really yep. round it out. Uh, Marco, what other ECW originals do you want to see 
Chella May because oh, yeah. they've uh, that they're probably that's probably the most like underrepresented demographic in Mattel's line. They're really ECW light, you know. So and Chella looks to be filling that gap. So who do you want to see? Yeah, I know. Um, you know, uh, uh, Zombie Sailor. Obviously, he has a uh, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, and um, you know, I, I kind of want to see. I want to see Mike Awesome come oh, back as yeah. a uh, the gladiator. As a retro Mike Awesome in a not the fat, uh, you, not I was the fat a huge... chick ruler. You want the gladiator, Mike Awesome? No, I want the gladiator. I want the uh, him just powerbombing people out of the ring onto uh, yeah. Masato Tanaka. Yeah. Him as well. I want to see like a, maybe a two pack. Uh, Mike Awesome, Masato, Tanaka, um, retro two pack because they, they, I, I encourage her. I know we're not doing a retro wrestling, but <laughs> to go back on the, if you on just the want cock, some strong style badass wrestling. Yeah, yeah you want to see Mike some awesome. two dudes. Yeah, just do two dudes kick the crap out of each other. Masato, Tanaka, and Mike Awesome is always is always a good one. There's yeah, they're they're, they're pretty brutal. But yeah, that definitely them too. I think. Oh yeah, um, man. Yeah, it's just dude. It's really kind of gotten lost to the, the sands of time, um, how, you know, pardon the pun, but awesome. Mike awesome really yeah. <laughs> was, dude. he had the look, he could cut a promo and yep. his in ring work. Like he was one of the top three or four best wrestlers in the world. Like the f- people talk about the Montreal screw job. They talk about Starcade 97. The fact that this dude went from the gladiator, Mike awesome and ECW to the freaking fat chick thriller. <laughs> in ECW, it's right up there with the biggest tragedies in wrestling history, man. Dude. Like it's mind blowing dude that, yeah, I mean, this dude should have, imagine if he was feuding with like Steve Austin and the rock in 1999, how incredible <laughs> that would have been, dude. He was like first of the, he was like one of the, like the very few big guys that were like high flyers as well. Yeah. He, yeah, he would do man. the guys over the rope, like over the third rope, not yeah. in between, like over the third, like he was, Dude, like for for a big dude, I, I can't. No, no one comes to mind right now that like someone his size that was that were doing those types of moves. I he mean, was Roman, Roman side, was man. doing the dive for a little bit, but that's been a long time since he's done it. Drew's done it every yeah. once in a while, but yeah, he set the prototype for like the big fast guys like that. Yeah. Man. Um, like imagine Kevin Nash just like doing like dives over the ropes. Like yeah. that's that's literally it what crazy, it was. Dude. Besides yeah, like, the Undertaker, we'll, we'll throw him in there. But yeah, Mike Awesome was yeah. Great answer, oh, man. I, I'm going with somebody a little bit more toyetic. I want to see the Sandman. Dude. I was going to say Sandman. I, I want to see Sandman. Are we going original Sandman when he was the surfer Sandman? No, no, no. I want the Sandman. I want him rocking the Sean Kemp kamikaze sneakers, sweatpants, <laughs> some ratty t-shirt, and a beer can in one hand and a kendo stick in the other. Cigarette then, hanging out the mouth. Yeah, cigar in the mouth. <laughs> and then you can you could already do I already got the variant for you too. The variant the bloody head. The beer can is crushed up and he's got the blood dripping down the oh, head that's already. Heavy so, so that's your two Sam. Yeah, there, there's your two figures right there. Uh what about you, Shane? You got any ECW originals you want to see Chella tackle? No, you took my answer, dude. You you always do that to me. So I was gonna go Sandman, but you know, want want. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's still other ones. You could always beer. get uh, you could get Bill Alfonso. You know, we need a coach, Bill, Bill Alfonso. Alfonso. Well, he's he's going to be in ZST. He's is he as the uh, ref, though, or is he going to be as the coach? Oh, he's going to be the coach, not the ref. Yeah, okay, so. yeah, yeah. So you could do the ref variant. Yeah, you Bill Alfonso like, Balls, is one. Balls Mahoney's a good one. Yeah, to as well. Uh, yeah, um, Spike <laughs> Dudley would be good. Spike Dudley would be good. Hey, Psychosis. how about this? What about Paul Heyman? You know what I mean? With the trench coat Ooh. and the ball cap and the ponytail. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, there's some seriously toyetic guys back in uh, from the ECW Originals days, and I'm just glad to see. Uh, or what about New Jack? You know what I mean? Let's get New, uh, New, Jack. New Jack figure. Oh, yeah, that'd be so, great. Yeah, yeah, New Jack. Lots of options, and 
again, we talked about last week. We, we got the Chella Hayabusa figure, and it was great. So I'm loving everything they're doing. It really is the golden age to be a figure collector, which brings us to uh next thing. You know, we mentioned him a couple times already, but our boy Zombie Sailor, uh, he's coming out with a figure of Matt Cardona from his GCW uh, championship win. Did you guys hear that uh, they ended up taking the shirt that Matt Cardona wore during that match, and they're going to make little soft goods shirts for like 100 of these and sell them for 500 bucks a piece? Wow. Yeah. So if you ever wanted to um, make your <laughs> I'm just own- playing. I'm, yeah, I'm just messing with you guys. It sounds like something that they would do, right? Yeah, I, I believed it, dude. I totally <laughs> believed it. I was going to say you could make your own, you could build your own little, for the science nerd, your own little Matt I Cardona, say he, like I, a I, building. I, I want to say he did that already. I want to say- They are doing picture. that? I think he, I think it's already, I think it was already done and sold already. I think there's- Oh yeah, he sold the shirt, but yeah, I was saying, but they could have they could have took the shirt and turned turned it into actual it's soft like little, accessories. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Let yeah. that, yeah. that shirt awesome. up and use that shirt to make little soft goods replicas of the. Uh, and actually <laughs> he definitely have some of Broski's blood in it. Yeah, if you if you would have let him know about that, he definitely would have did that. That would have been awesome. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's it's the actual deathmatch king. Oh yeah, uh, Matt Cardona. That's you the could have had little getting. shards of glass in your. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has a light tube as well, which is pretty cool. It's going to go great on the, the shelf with the uh, with the Nick Gage figures. So. Yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. So uh, that's I actually can't wait. It's like obviously I want the uh, Matt Cardona in the uh, the series one, but I want this one even more because it's like a it's a moment in time for wrestling. Like the last like few months in wrestling, like have been been crazy man we look back on this year of wrestling it's 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 pretty insane like you, yeah. you had you had some you had some like major things happening in the wrestling world was that, that a like, play on words major yeah, i wasn't actually going for that but you know what maybe it yeah think about this the universe works in our favor testament to freaking matt cardona i will say like dude whatever he's doing like to get himself over like that in a time when like there's so much going on in wrestling and he like matt cardona became like for the, especially for that weekend and going forward, like the most talked about thing in professional yeah. wrestling, like that's insane. Yeah, Nick Gage too. Yeah, like he exactly. Brought, yeah, Nick Nick Gage got brought to the forefront yeah. as well. Imagine exactly. three years ago, I told you guys. So think about this. Imagine if in 2018, <laughs> I told you guys, hey, three years from now, uh, Zack Ryder is going to win the Game Changer Wrestling Championship. You know, basically become the Deathmatch King of Wrestling, and then <laughs> a month later, he's going to lose it to Dean Ambrose. You know oh what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell are you talking about? But he's no. but he's still he's still the GCW Universal Champion, so it's not, <laughs> he didn't totally lose the uh, title yet. <laughs> yeah, hopefully his uh, maybe uh, Zombie Sailor can do a little Hasbro style um, version of that GCW Spinner Belt. To, oh my god, uh, that, go that definitely it. has it has to happen. Zombie, uh, if you're listening. So speaking of uh, some stuff that's also crazy, Super Seven. New Japan Series 2 is finally on the way. So Sheena pre-ordered this set back in June of 2020. Think about it. June of 2020, she pre-ordered this set. So at this time last year, uh, you know, Tom Brady had yet to take a snap with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) Um, Since the time that she pre-ordered these for... Marco, do you got these pre-ordered? Yes. Did you pre-order around the same time? No, I didn't. I pre-ordered them like late after that. Okay, yeah, so since the time Sheena, pre- so yeah, Sheena pre-ordered these on day one. So since the time she pre-ordered these, yeah, we've seen Tom Brady debut for a new team and win a Super Bowl with them. We've seen LeBron James win an NBA championship and get eliminated from the first round. Um, a few dozen uh, professional wrestlers have um, 
have left that have been released from WWE. We saw Daniel Bryan main event WrestleMania and then debut at AEW All Out. All of this has happened uh, since the time these have been children. They're finally on the way. Um, Sheen, you know, we unboxed ser- Series 1. We were, for the most part, happy with them. Yeah. Um, there's been some, re- there's been a few like different stray reports that there is going to be a Series 3, but what do you think? Is should Super Seven keep this line going, or are you are you over the frustration and the waiting? Should they just let it end after Series Two? I think they should just let it die, dude. Um, I mean, I, clearly, if there's a lot of you know New Japan people out there that are clamoring for more figures, like go for it. But yeah, two like two years waiting time for these freaking figures, or a year, however long, it, it, a year and a half. The first ones were we ordered them in November was, of nineteen. And I think we got yeah. them May of this year. So yeah, it's going on about yeah. a year and a half. This ones are first ones were a year and a half. These ones are like. A year and a quarter. Yeah. Um, I just feel like that's... And they're they're not cheap figures. That's the thing. So you've got all of this money, like, tied up, you know, and just, like, this, like, you know, savings account with uh, yeah, no. these figures. You know what I mean? So, so uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, you got to pay... Uh, just to get your pre-order locked in, yeah, you're going to get charged when you order them. So you're basically mm-hmm. giving an interest-free loan to, uh, you know, yeah. Super 7. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. What about I, I have the uh, have the Super Seven? Like, remember the they were doing Matt and Brian too, right? So it's like, those right. are, yeah, those are delayed also. So those are. The- I think that I'm thinking those are looking. I heard October was the last thing I saw. I think when I got yeah. the email from Ringside, but I will be. I wouldn't be shocked. I'll be surprised if we see those figures this in, year uh, yeah, in 2021. It. Yeah, we're supposed to get those and Gallows and uh, and Anderson also this year as well. Yeah, yeah. I ordered. I think I ordered mine when they uh, from Super Seven, and they sent out a uh, similar email saying supposedly October. Yeah, was going to be the uh, yeah, Super Seven works on their own schedule. They they're not they're not they're not going to yeah. rush. You know, they're, they're, yeah. the figures will get it when they get here. Um. Some something else that's a long time coming. Remco style figures are coming back. You know, this is uh, it's a joint venture between Greg Gagne, who's the son of Vern Gagne, uh, the founder of AWA, which is most synonymous with the AWA style figures. Yep. And then I think it was one of the original like Remco executive vice presidents. I thought this was a joke when I first saw it on a WrestleFigs forums because they said the name of the new company is Relativity Worldwide. All I could think when I saw that name was uh, Prestige Worldwide from. Uh, <laughs> Step Brothers, really you know, Boats and Hoes. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell that name is. Like, that name just sounds like some sort of a scam company that's going to, you know, get a bunch of money and then close shop yeah. overnight, you know, Relativity Worldwide. Oh, boy. Um, Marco, what's uh, what's kind of your most wanted figure in this style? Man, I think anyone right now that's a retro um, that has a contract with a, uh, like, a retro figure should have a Remco version as well yeah so i want like a i want like a blue beanie uh remco figure which would be be pretty uh pretty awesome that i'm not sure if awesome. they do have a bunch of muscles but that'd be pretty cool if they did that um yeah just uh, pretty much anyone that has a anyone that's not signed to anybody should have a a remco figure because i mean definitely like a sabu a rvd because the thing about Rimco is they gotta have the soft goods, yeah. So imagine Sabu with the baggy pants, R- uh, RVD with like a soft goods um, singlet and stuff. Yeah, That'd be cool. Be pretty cool. Um, I was gonna say, you know, obviously Brian and Matt, but they're already they already have like Rimco style. Yeah, figures already. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, anyone that's out right now, that's Dino Bravo. Give him one because he's he's super jacked anyway. So give him all those, give him all the the mounds of muscles that the Rimco figures have and stuff like that. So. I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much anyone, like I said, that doesn't have a contract should have 
a Remco figure. Like I want, I want versions of every single wrestler that's uh that's out right now. That's I've not always a been a I've always been a fan of their the Remco line, but. To find the figures in good condition, they're super expensive, man. Like at oh, yeah. the uh, at the local Virginia Beach Antique Mall, they actually have a set of the Road Warrior Rimco figures, but they're like eighty five bucks, and even those aren't in great condition. Yeah, I yes, I hate to say this, it kind of goes against my principles as a collector, but selfishly, I like to see them go back and sign up as many of those people from the original line as they could and re-release those, cool. you know, give don't do them in the exact same look, you know what I mean? Like change change the attires and stuff, but but let us try to like rebuild like a modern day AWA style um, collection. I think that would be pretty yeah, neat. That'd be cool. you know? We've been talking about a few of the Rimco figures on our greatest tag teams countdown episode. We saw the Road Warriors, the Freebirds, the Rockers. So they did have some really cool figures. And I think they were a little bit ahead of their time with some of the soft goods stuff that they were doing. It's because yeah. uh, I think that was kind of a, a necessity because all of them used the same base figure. They used like the He-Man bases. So the soft goods were really the only way to kind of differentiate the uh, one figure yeah. from another because these guys look very, very similar. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I, did you see any kind of time frame on when they're looking to get those to market, Marco? I, I didn't see anything. I just seen that it was just the announcement that that their Remco's are coming back essentially, but they didn't give yeah. like a time frame on on when. But I'm assu- I mean, I'm assuming they'll start announcing stuff like like next year, definitely during like the right. you know San Diego Comic Con, maybe even before. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, anyway. Yep, uh, looking forward to it, and we're get, definitely going to be keeping tabs on those. We're in to, to add those to the collection. Uh, Marco, speaking of which, what were your weekly purchases? Uh, so I, I, I'm going to round it out with, uh, showing it off. This is why you guys need to, you need to listen and then you need to go back and watch the highlights on YouTube. So let's see what yeah, Marco's so, got this week. So the, uh, so the, so the, so the, so Seth sent me these right here. These, these Stunning. two guys. How do you know? I didn't here. send them. Well, I mean, well, it's uh, his name was on the. On the uh, oh, you you get the shoot address. So you don't get the you don't get the gimmick address. Marco, yeah, Mark, the shoot address has my name on it. The gimmick address has yeah. uh, Sheena's name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we have they have the uh, the 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 two the purple and the uh, red Jushin Liger. Now you got are you going to open those up? or Are they getting displayed in MOC? Oh no, they and I also have the green one as well. The mm. green oh, Ranger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so no, they're definitely being open. I already I have the other three. They're yeah, beautiful, the, yeah. The I, took, I took those out. Um, as you guys saw, I took those out and did a reel with them. Um, and I packed them back up nicely for you, Marco. Um, but yeah, those figures look insane. Yeah, they're they're, so ama- good. they're amazing. The, uh, yeah, I mean, you can do your own like Power Ranger group. That's with, right. Uh, yeah. With the Jushin we need, Ligers. We need a pink. We need a pink Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, that's that's coming. But uh, <laughs> so 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 waiting for the uh, the first uh, or his first gear or his first debut. gimmick. Oh, yeah. the, yeah, debut, the debut yeah. gear, um, Jushin. But yeah, no, these are. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised the green one doesn't have the cape. That's the, mm-hmm. uh, that's a, I mean, not, not that that's a bad thing, but it actually looks like the, like almost like the Green Ranger. Like if you were to like yeah. do like a modernized version of it, it actually literally looks like the Green Ranger, which is pretty cool, which is probably what they were going for anyway, that type of look. But yeah, the, the Liger figures are awesome. I know Seth doesn't like the the scale of them. I but, love the um, figures. I think strictly going on the figures, are they are some of the best wrestling figures ever made, but. I'm a scale snob, man. <laughs> yeah, Storm Storm always knocks it out of the park. Their figures are freaking next level, but uh yeah, yeah the the scale. And they again, they're under no obligation to um no, you know sc- scale to uh Mattel's scale, but 
yeah, it definitely yeah. puts a sour taste in our mouth when we're like, you know, we have we're too deep in the Mattel game to uh, to venture out. I like all my wrestling figures to exist in the same universe, you know, because even yeah. like, you know, you got the Mattel and like the AW Jazzwares, those can all coexist. And then even like Hasbro and Galoob, those can coexist. But then I got these just like, you know, a couple couple Storm Juice and Ligers off on their own. It's just going to drive yeah. me nuts. Yeah, like, like I have some of the uh, obviously you have to make the transition if you have you know, like Daniel Bryan, uh, Adam Cole, you can actually transition them over to, like, I have my AEW yeah, exactly. section with all those figures. I can just move right. them over move there. Over. Yeah, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. I don't know, man. You're going to have to wait to get that, uh, that new Daniel Bryan no, hair sculpt. Yeah, no, oh, that's true. Yeah, no, Ty, Ty, Ty Dillinger doesn't exist in my uh, AEW. Yeah. How about uh, something that I haven't seen mentioned enough? How about Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar having the exact same hairstyle the nowadays? Same haircut. I've made that. I've made that <laughs> observation multiple times. I'm like, why? Like, how did that happen? Like, when did that hairstyle come back in? Like, was I not informed? Like, I don't. I didn't Mortal know Kombat that was Goro the, look. The big beard with the uh, with the little with the the, the, the slick back. <laughs> yeah, like you know, mohawk man bun Pony thing. Hawk. Pony Hawk. Yeah, Pony Hawk. Yeah, someone did uh so I forget where I seen it. Someone did a uh, a meme. It was it was it was uh Daniel Bryan, the mushroom from Mario, and then equals <laughs> equals Brock Lesnar. That's pretty <laughs> good. Oh my yeah. god, that is pretty good. That's pretty Make good. Make sure you send that to me. I like that. <laughs> uh anything else, Marco, or just the ligers? No, that was it. I'm waiting I'm waiting for uh the uh the new MVP uh to show up as well as the uh I think Rey Mysterio. The right. one-eyed Ray, one-eyed yeah, ill-fated from that from that infamous storyline. I'm still line mad we didn't get so the good. eye accessory with it. I was actually gonna pass oh, on that Ray God, until great. I realized that the Dom that's coming out is in the matching gear. So yeah, that's, yeah, why, I, that's I, why I grabbed it. Yeah, I'm a yeah. sucker for a tag team set. It's a pretty cool configure. Um, so from, uh, it was Sheena's favorite uh, storyline. Oh, my yeah. favorite uh, storyline of 2020 the Mysterio yeah. versus Rollins. Man, the never-ending yeah. feud. Every uh, every week, I was like, oh, I cannot wait till the Mysterios come out. It's so I can't wait. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait so for all the stair accessory with the you know blood on it from the eyeball. <laughs> for the uh, the folks that are watching on YouTube, I will narrate while Sheena shows off some of our weekly purchases. So yeah, and as mentioned, White. we got Elite eighty eight, <laughs> um, cool set. The I think the Rome the Roman Kushida and the Ray are definitely the standouts of that set. Um, I grabbed some new chocolate shorts. I got the purple ECW logo chocolate shorts. I don't got I actually, those over here. I actually <laughs> passed on those the first time that they came out, um, and then I ended up regretting it. So I'm glad they re-released those. Grabbed a pair. Um, I got a minty Scott Steiner. It was just it's totally by coincidence. I ordered this figure last week before I even knew that uh, his nephew is going to be debuting on NXT. But oh, wow. I'm telling you guys, the market is ripe right now for WCW Galoob. If you guys are interested in getting in building these collections, these figures are very cheap. I like you, you can see Sheena displaying it right now. This thing has almost no paint wear, and it was like 14 bucks shipped, man, for uh, the Scott Steiner Galoob. So I'm going piece by piece. Um, but yeah, the, these Galoobs are out there. You know, just like anything else, they're going to have their moment eventually where they end up blowing up. Um, but it's a good time if you want to get in on these figures, do it right now because it just feel good. Is right. so you said the other day, didn't you have some galoops in your hand the other day? And you're like, they just feel good in your hand. They're just solid. Yeah. I just love the head yeah. sculpts, man. I think some of the, I think those head sculpts still hold up with like the stuff that Mattel and Jazzwares are doing nowadays, man. Like the Sting, the the Ric Flair. I just think the, the Arn Anderson. Yeah. I think those figures are just really, really great. So I always thought, uh, like galoop. Like I never owned a galoop, 
So like I always intend, I always thought they were like the same size as an LJN. Are they not? Are they smaller? Oh, they're tiny. Than LJN? Oh, they're the same size as Hasbro's, Hasbro man. scale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those okay. are Hasbro size, look, man. Here's, here's my hand. I have a pretty big hand too. I have, like, you know. <laughs> so you I couldn't, uh, you couldn't bludgeon anyone with a uh, galoob. So they are hard plastic. This is, more, this is more like a okay. ninja. Star, they're not rubber. You know they're, I mean? they're, yeah, they're <laughs> hard plastic. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're straight up hard plastic. So yeah, like if you were getting in like a figure fight, like. You would, I would probably go Galoob even over uh, LJN. The LJN's blunt force, but that thing you could really, you can really <laughs> sling well, a Galoob, man. And LJN, LJN's got a little bounce to it. Like this is Those like, a, like the San Francisco okay, toy so makers, like, a, like uh, they're like, like straight plastic. solid plastic. Yeah, yeah, those are those are harder than OSFTM. OSFTM bend a little bit. These are like yeah. hard plastic. They're really no, like, uh, no articulation. Sculptures. They're not really mm-hmm. true action figures, but they're they mm-hmm. scale like almost perfectly with your Hasbro. So wow, okay, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from because whoever designed that line, they based all the poses off of LJNs. If you look at every one of the figures, all the poses correspond. There's identical posed LJN figures, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. They copied it, but, but they're shrunk down to the, uh, to the Hasbro scale. So we get that. And then, um, last but not least, our buddy toy snobs did an exclusive collaboration with the show. Oh yeah, yeah. We got some new pops. Yeah. So we'll do those first. So, uh, we ordered the latest round of WWE pops from Amazon as soon as they went up. You know, sometimes Amazon's kind of funky. So far, Montez Ford with the red cup and Jerry the King Lawler came in. Um, the rest of them are in various stages of preps. I don't know. I'm not really sure why they didn't all ship together, but yeah. You know. And we had to do like we uh, our Ray Mysterio. And I think it was what it was Roman Reigns. Somebody yeah. They who, got delayed yeah. to the point where Sheena had to go in on the account and like approve like, and yeah, approve the delay. Order. Yeah. Yeah, kind of weird. Screw you, Jeff yeah, Bezos. Yeah, I had something. I had something like that with the. Um, I think it was like with the the fan takeover. Yeah, the fan figures. takeover line was yeah. similar. Yeah, they yep. they they had that done, and I actually ordered the. I didn't show them, but I could. I'll probably show them next week. The um, the um, Suicide Squad figures, or like John Cena and nice. The, you can do the build a figure. Yeah, you can do the build a figure. Uh, Shark dude, if you guys see the movie. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, they they uh, they did that too. I think there was like a delay on that, and you had to go in and approve the uh, the delay on it. So yeah, that's yeah. He's too busy flying off into space to uh, to fix that problem. So <laughs> that's why in his penis rocket. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Shout out Jeff Bezos. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, our good friend Toy Snobs did a collaboration exclusively with the Chick Foley Show Patreon group. So this was you had to be a premium Foley fan member to get these. Uh, he had previously made a, uh, a HBK and Diesel wrestling buddy just for Sheena because Sheena's so awesome. But he went ahead and made those available for the group. And as a special treat just for our amazing listeners, he made Bret Hart wrestling buddies available to order. So uh, yeah. these are perfectly in scale with the original buddies. Um, super plush. Like they're nice. Tur- turn it around, Sheena, so they see the back too. Like the artwork is incredible. <laughs> um yeah if you're watching on youtube right now like yeah like it's i mean it's perfect like I, these are better than the original wrestling buddies they really the are material man. the material is just so much better like it's so squeeze yeah, yeah. it's so squeezable um I can no, you see know the, the the original buddies yeah. are kind of like that real that cotton feel which i mean again i love the original yeah, wrestling this is buddies. more like some sort of foam situation going on yeah it's like a almost like a stretchy like uh material <laughs> over the top but yeah it's it, it's excellent uh excellently executed if you Method. will we have um, to change the uh, change the rating <laughs> of this video. We post it to YouTube. Yeah. So the uh, 
Um, yeah, the, these things are awesome, though. Again, shout out to everybody that supported the project. I know everybody that got them has been super stoked. The HBK and Diesel look incredible as well. Um, and if you need any more motivation to uh, jump into the Foley fam uh, around Black Friday or so, we're going to be dropping uh, Razor tra- Ramon, yeah. buddy. As well, yeah. Toy Toy Snobs is gonna hook us up and do a Razor Ramon drop. Um, awesome. And first time we're announced this, me and Sheena have been kicking around the idea because he's really kind of been working with us to determine the next ones. We're gonna we already got HBK, we got Diesel, we're getting Razor. I think in the spring, maybe around WrestleMania time frame, we're gonna do the one two three kid and the classic uh, Granite Snob Triple H, so we complete the entire click. You know, so if you're a premium Foley fan member, you'll have the ability to have the click in wrestling buddy form. And, uh, it, it's going to be awesome. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, let's hear from our friends, extra cooler. Hey everyone. It's Nick better known as extra cooler. Is there anything better than diving back into the wrestling archives and watching classic matches from the past? Yes, there is. It's doing that with your buddies while cracking jokes and enjoying some ice cold beverages. If that sounds like fun to you, then be sure to check out my new podcast, The Extra Cooler Show, where each episode, my Survivor Series team and I review an old school match chosen by you, the listeners. The Extra Cooler Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and follow us for new episodes every other Thursday morning. It's time for How Many Chicks. This is where I randomly choose one of our 1,000. Marco, you good? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Yep. <laughs> Every time we start a new segment, the damn Ultimate Warrior keeps wanting to run in and get on the Chick Foley show. Yeah. Uh, this is where I randomly pick one of our 1,000-plus figures from our collection. It's currently in uh, Undertaker's casket. Hold it up, Sheen. Hold up the casket. I think this is the first time we've had a YouTube where we've had the uh Yeah, so you can see. So Sheena doesn't know what this is. I grabbed it. Uh, I texted Marco. Marco knows what it is. But I went and grabbed the figure uh, about 15 minutes before we started the show, and it's been on Sheena's table where she's recording her podcast at. Um, we're going to hit the drum roll. She's going to open it up, and we're going to get a live review of this figure. So, Sheena, are you ready to figure out what you're reviewing this week? Let's go. The oh. shark. Oh, the yes. shark. John Tenta. Did his Love. headband come off? Yeah, it did. Yeah. That's right, when everyone critique on that figure, but we'll get into it. So this was the uh, 2018 Toys R Us exclusive. Uh, this was back when Mattel was heavy getting into the uh, the kind of wrestle crap gimmicks like uh, Virgil, Isaac Yankum. They did the the Red Rooster, and this is the shark. This is what John Tenta debuted with in WCW. WCW. So yeah, I can't 100% remember. I can't remember if we scored this figure at the IAEA Toys R Us like in their their dying days mm-hmm. or if I got I think it, it was. Now that, or, now that you say that, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, I want to say I was checking the stock online and went and grabbed this as a local pickup. Uh, mm-hmm. Either that or I ordered off ToysRUs.com. Marco, you got this figure in your collection? Of course. Yeah. I have him as a... He's actually a, in a tag team with um with King Shark, which is the <laughs> the shark on uh, Suicide Squad, so nice man. The, the two sharks right there are uh, they're tearing it up in the uh, in the in the in the uh, fantasy league. But um, yeah, no, it's a it's a I lo- I love that figure. It's yeah, yeah. I just love John Tenta, man. I really want to get yeah. a gold figure you know? so we can complete all the faces of John Tenta. But 
it's a great figure. You know what's so cool on that is that, I mean, it's awesome John Tinta did this, but the fact that you can look at the earthquake figures and the tattoo on the left arm is a tiger, mm-hmm. and he actually yep. went through the trouble, like, no shit. He got his tiger tattoo changed <laughs> to a shark. That's how dedicated <laughs> yeah. this dude was to yeah. pro wrestling. And I wonder if it was, was a, t- a tiger shark, you know? Oh, wow. I don't know. Maybe. Tiger shark. Yeah. yeah. He was such an awesome wrestler, though. You know, he, he had a legendary feud with Hulk Hogan, you know, damn near killed Hulkamania. And then, uh, you know, he was a legit sumo wrestler. He was the shoot Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. You know, Yokozuna was the kayfabe sumo wrestler. He was a real sumo wrestler in Japan. Um, but let's get into it. Let's do, uh, again, this is from 0.0 to 5.0. Marco, how many chicks do you give the shark? Man. I know the cr- the critique is going to be the uh, the headband falling off a lot. Yeah, that's um, kind of Yes. Um, but the look of it, and the, and the just a gimmick. Um, I mean, I'm a sucker for it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go and give it a uh, I'm gonna give it a three three point three and a half. Mm. I'm gonna give it a three and a half just because okay. of the like I said the headband. Yeah, the headband situation is kind of crappy. Yeah, great figure, memorable gimmick, super toyetic, it's colorful. Um, I got to look. I think it's a one-off. I think that's the first figure we've gotten of the shark. There was gonna be a OSFTM version of the shark, but it didn't end up happening. So. It gets points for that for being historically significant. But yeah, the headband not fitting, that's a killer, dude. It's just so annoying, man. You damn near got to pull it down to his eyebrows to get to stay on. So it's weird, yeah. I go a little bit higher just off the, and that's probably just my personal thing because I love John Tenta. I'm going to go 3.9 for the shark. Yeah, I was going to. Let's get your review. Yeah, um, it definitely loses a full point. It, it would be a totally different figure if uh, the headband fit appropriately. I feel like it would just make all the difference in the world. But uh, I, um, I'm going to give it a four. I think a four is a good, uh, you know, good score. Good score for this guy. Again, I love. Look, we got the the heel husband making his appearance over here. Oh, so the heel husband is coming over to steal my laptop charger, breaking kayfabe here for a minute. Um, <laughs> he, he's dying and he's trying to like mess up my whole situation here. Thanks, Seth. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna give it a four. I love John Tenta. I love this figure. I feel like the face scan is on point. Um, yeah, the only awesome. real drawback is the headband. Everything else is really cool. I love the I love the singlet. I love the gear. I love like the shark mouth on the front of the singlet. Um, you know, obviously, I, I prefer the earthquake gimmick to the uh, um, shark gimmick. But uh, yeah, I give it a four. All right, so Sheena comes in with a four. That's the uh, she's got it scored the highest out of the three of us. So let me do some quick math here. And he's got the mm. face paint. He's got like the you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of paint app on this uh, on this. He's got mm. the sharks down the side of the leg, and again, like you mentioned, the tattoo. He's got chest hair. You know, shark attack on the on the you know forearm uh, sleeve. So yeah. So he's right middle of the road. So at he he came out to well it was a little bit higher. So at a three point eight, that's his average for the three of us. And that puts him as so there's been seven how many chicks we've done since we re-baselined the scale when we realized that Sheena had just completely gone willy-nilly on what star rating or what chick rating <laughs> she was giving out. He is number three out of the seven we've ranked so far. So he ranks just below Elite 78 Naomi and just ahead of uh, Isaac Yankum, who's another figure wow. kind of in the same vein. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think, right. you know, I think so, right, yeah. 
we know for us in particular, I feel like, um, you know, knowing you two guys, um, we're always going to be kind of suckers for like those one-off gimmicks that kind of like really round out the collection. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those it kind makes of those like really so much more memorable. Gimmick. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. yeah it's, you've gotten 55 different Seth Rollins. There's only one shark though, you know? Exactly. I wonder, I wonder what the rooster would get if we, uh, if we put him <laughs> in a... Yeah. That's another <laughs> cool figure, man. That The soft goods jacket he has is just gorgeous. Sheen, we got some listener mail this week? Yes, we do. All right. Coming in, as usual, our guy Johnny JB, he says, have you ever thought about getting out of the wrestling fig collecting game? What stopped you from quitting? I'm going to start with Seth. I'm I'm, I'm curious to hear Seth's uh, thoughts on this. Yeah, there's definitely been times where you're like, you know, it's not so much the money for me. It's just kind of the management of it, man. That's what ends up getting me. You know, I feel like if I, I mean, maybe it is the money. Cause if I like won the lottery or something, I could just build myself like a, a big like barn or extra building and just yeah. really go nuts with my display. But for now I have a bedroom and don't get me wrong. I'm very grateful for that. I know how much of a luxury it is that I'm lucky enough to have. And you know, we have a four bedroom house. So both the kids got a room and we got an extra room. Just right. to, you know, display the collection and, you know, the Brett, the baby face goes in there and plays, plays wrestlers and stuff. Um, but sometimes I feel like I get frustrated because I think of stuff I want to do or, you know, ways I want to display everything in my collection. Because really right now, like 80% of my collection is in totes, you know, just because that's how I like to display it. I just do a rotation that we talked about before. Um, and sometimes I feel like, you know. Why am I doing this? So I, I don't think I've ever thought about totally getting rid of the collection, but there's definitely been times where I've considered maybe like just doing literally one of every wrestler. You know what I mean? Like not having 10 different Seth Rollins or, you know, six different Romans mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth. Maybe just doing one of every wrestler. Um, but I don't know. I, I think we all do that. That's just part of collecting because I think sometimes you just uh, I think collecting yeah. is like a, a, a form of like OCD. So sometimes you can get thinking of, thinking about it so much that like you start to talk yourself out of like, why am I even doing this? So I've definitely had thoughts in that vein, maybe not totally giving it up, but I've, I've thought about severely cutting back. Um, and then I see like some awesome figure that's coming out and I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't (laughs) not have that. You know what I mean? So I I, I shake (laughs) it off very quickly and keep it moving. How about you, Marco? Yeah. I mean, pretty much I I share the same sentiments you do when it comes to, you know, you know, man, just managing the, the collection is, is you know mm-hmm. hard enough but uh you know you know just trying to keep track of like uh, pretty much every single new figure like like right now where i am like i just pick out like i don't even do like full i don't do the full sets of yeah. anything really yeah um the only ones i really probably do the full sets of right now is aew uh for mattel since there's so many since it's been around obviously a lot longer um it is all there's a bunch of different versions of pretty much everyone that's out right now um same idea, just trying to maybe just keep this like one figure of that of that particular wrestler. Yeah. Um, maybe even like like right now, just like um, I even thought about just collecting like the Ultimate Editions, and that's literally it for Mattel. I mean, that um, wouldn't that would be that would still that. be a stellar collection. It'd be a sick collection, but it's just yeah. you're, only, you're only gonna be getting like eight figures a year, though, man. Yeah. yeah no, exactly. That's what that. So I like I, I like I have like. Right now, I have like a shelf with like all the ultimate editions, and then I. But have think a about shelf how much like, you would truly appreciate those eight figures that you got every year. If those were the only eight figures you were going to get, you would be like, "Oh my I, god!" Exa- like, you know? Yeah, 
Exactly. So it wasn't, sometimes you get yeah. stuff like I know for us, like we will get stuff sometimes and it literally sets, you know, we look at it and then it'll go into the figure room and before we unbox it, it'll sit in there for like a while before we ever even unbox it or display it or, you know, put it anywhere, yeah. anything like that. So it's just like, yeah, but if you were only getting eight figures a year with just the ultimate editions or something like that, or only collecting one line, like you would just be like, whoa, every time you got a figure, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. You know, kind of like, like with me, I like, I kind of want to like, tell a story or like um, have some like kind of like nostalgia or something from like yeah. my past or some or like from my, like my fandom of wrestling. So like, exactly. Have, like, like, you don't want to feel like with... you just have to buy a slapjack figure just because he's like yeah. in the line. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just I gotta have one of everybody, man. Even like, the, <laughs> that's why I get basics, man. I have a basic Jake Atlas upstairs waiting to get unboxed. So like, for instance, for like with like the, like the, like the X-Pac like figures, like those are all a part of, they're the all, show. Part, they're like, all yeah they're yeah, all a part went, of uh, went, marco's went, history went, the one time that marco went one-on-one with the uh the <laughs> yeah, one, one two three kids kid like i have <laughs> smashed yeah. Him. yeah i have all the I have all his elites to he's the the twitter um, championship uh wrestling champion you know what i mean yeah <laughs> and i have like each like something like i have a shelf with like figures that are like a part of like my life so maybe like like i have like the the kofi yeah with the uh with the championship title because that's the first time i was on the show essentially talking about WrestleMania 35 and I have Kevin Owens with the universal title because my son was born on that Monday where he won the universal title. Oh, so yeah. like, there's like different things where, you know, I have like certain yeah, figures. Mi- milestone yeah. figures. Yeah. So like it, it is definitely hard to like manage because I have like a bet, like I literally have like, like you said, like totes of figures and I just have like my son just goes up and plays with them and stuff like that. Like yeah. the ones I really don't like want to display, but I mean, at least I get in some type of use essentially I have this internal conflict because I love I love the thrill of collecting like I've been a collector since I was like a little kid you know not um, necessarily wrestling figures but like I've always yeah. had a collection of some sort and I, I I love collecting but I'm also like a minimalist at heart like I love <sighs> like free clear open space and like minimalism um, as a concept and like all of the things so it's like I, I have this internal struggle where I'm just like get rid of everything <laughs> you know and then other days i'm like god i love our collection you know like it looks so cool and it's so like it just is it, so neat to have everything she yeah. fought me on the uh on going to the minimalist figure display we have now she she was a big fan of having every single figure displayed at he, once you know yes. like library style that's see that's one thing if i if when i do have collections i like everything displayed like i like to see the whole collection like whereas seth is mm-hmm. like cool you know and now I've, I've adopted our our current setup the way it is like with the the you know part of the figures tend to or you know bend up and we only have certain figures you know and then we we switch it up which is cool i, I like it just gives you a chance to appreciate them a lot more it does you know? it yeah. really it really does but there's I some also, figures that would just never get looked at if we didn't do it that way that's true mm-hmm. but i also like when i have a collection of something i like it all displayed like when i have my neck of horror collection i had all of them displayed all the time you know because yeah. i just like to see like the whole collection as a whole because that to me like that's the thrill like like finishing it and it was, with wrestling figures it's a little different because they're constantly coming out whereas like you're never gonna finish it unless you're never gonna you're finish Bill it yeah. yeah exactly like you're you're always gonna have missing, you're Bill missing, <laughs> yeah, missing pieces but um you know i i i love to have like a, a big impressive display like i used to collect vintage dishes and i would like always have them displayed and stuff so yeah, uh, again, I have I have the internal conflict. So there's definitely been times where I'm like, yeah, we need to get rid of everything. I just want a mattress and a blanket. Like, that's the only thing I want in our house. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's it, you know? Um, so great question, Johnny. Um, got, definitely got us, got us stirred up. So 
Charlie Messing says, uh, he says, in your fig fed days, did you plan ahead the title changes or did it just kind of happen organically as you played? So Marco, oh, did you- I, I'm booked out a year in advance, man. <laughs> like, so in my, fig, in my fig fed as a kid, um, Starcade was the big show just because I felt like it made sense to have like, you know, December's the end of the year. That's kind of like the season finale. And usually by the time I got to my March show, I can't remember if I did WrestleMania in March or- but basically like nine months out, which is like, you know, it didn't, it would end up being like a week and a half in real time, but I'm already booking out what's going to be like the big, uh, you know, everything I'm going to do from point A to point B to get to the, the main event of Starcade. Marco. Oh man. I was, I'm, I'm like Vince now. I'm like Vince <laughs> today, week to, week. to the <laughs> yeah. wire. Just like, yeah. if I don't like, if I don't like what's going on, I'm, I'm, I'm ripping up the script and starting over again, right on the spot. Exactly. Um, yeah, I've done a lot of different, uh, yeah. Um, different title changes uh in my fake fan <laughs> when i was younger just like just just not happy with like Word, yeah, bro. yeah i want this one with the title now i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna switch it at the last minute and just and i'm gonna go with this for this one and said yeah it's I'm, funny i'm, I I'm gonna have to go it. back and find a video because i was a <laughs> nanny i was a nanny for a really long time and i feel like i, I had this little boy that i nanny named liam and uh i would always take him up into our, our figure room at our old house and he loved to play with the wrestlers you know and everything so he was having seth rollins was a, his favorite wrestler he never really watched wrestling but he knew he liked seth rollins right so he would always yeah. say seth rollins was his favorite and he had seth rollins fighting hulk hogan and he let hulk hogan win and i was like i was like dude how did you let hulk hogan win i was like seth rollins is your favorite wrestler he's like oh yeah we should do that again and he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, started, no, no, he said uh, he said we need to keep wrestling yeah we, yeah, we need to keep wrestling <laughs> this match will start over again. exactly yeah he gorilla monster However. Sure. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah i think uh th- that's funny that you say that because it made me immediately think of liam like you know he, he had forgot he got so in the moment he let hulk hogan win and then he was like oh no wait i let him beat my favorite wrestler this is cra- this is crap you gotta um, make the fans happy. Yeah. So <laughs> this is uh, from Mark. Mark, please tell me how to say your last name. I'm going to say it really French, like I did Brian's name. Uh, Mark Monier. <laughs> He says, I mean, it sounds about right. Yeah. M O N N I E R. It's Monier, right? Um, it's got to be. Um, but uh, in, in 2008, is 2008 an underrated year in the WWE? The rise no, of Jeff it was Hardy. Garbage. The return of John Cena, Batista versus Cena at SummerSlam, etc. This was in my dark period, so I'm going to pass it to one of you guys. Uh, and, no, and- the return of Cena at the Rumble was cool. Um, yeah. I mean, Edge choke slamming or Undertaker, you know, choke slamming Edge. It was a choke slam, right? He choke slammed him through the ring, and then it caught on fire underneath. I mean, it's a cool visual, but like, okay, so did Edge get burnt to a crisp? Like, what happened? You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I yeah. feel like. I feel like really anything between like 2004 till like 2000 and like the second half of 2011, like I think yeah. it's kind of whack. So I'm going to say no, it's not underrated. It's properly Marco. rated. It's probably, yeah, it's definitely properly rated. Just I'm actually looking at a, there's a, a website you can go to called the Smackdown Hotel where you can see like the full roster. That is a very a, cool pretty feature. Much I, I'm still like completely out of all the crazy stuff we have in 2021. I am puzzled by that. You can put the date in. Like you can, I can look at like my sixth birthday and see what the WWF roster was looking like wow. at that time. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We'll, we'll throw a link in that in the show notes. Uh, in addition, to all yeah, the definitely. Yeah, I'm looking at the roster now. I mean, it's it, it's 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 pretty. Run, run us down some of the names. Hit, yeah, hit us with some hit us <sighs> with some names. Like, 
Um, yeah, obviously we know Cena, Randy Orton, Edge, Undertaker are <laughs> still there. Hit, hit us with some names that you know might be a blast from the past, Marco. So, so you can remember. So this was when uh, ECW was around. So it was yeah, Ross Smackdown. Yeah, we had Ross Smackdown, ECW. Um, so we'll, I'm going to go to all. Well, so let's look at everybody. So you had. I'm just going to start because it's an alphabetical. So Aiden O'Shea. Do you guys remember Aiden no. O'Shea? No. Was um, he one yeah. of the Highlanders? I believe was he. No. How many Scottish wrestlers did we have on the roster at the same time? <laughs> True. Uh, okay, um, keep going. Yeah, doesn't ring a bell. You had, uh, <laughs> you had um, uh, Armando Estrada. Remember him? He was mm. the uh, he was like the GM of ECW. Um, Ashley Massaro, Balls Mahoney, Bam Daly, Batista, obviously, Beth Phoenix. Big Daddy V. Um, <laughs> a lot of RIP so far, man. Yeah. Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund was on the roster. Yep. Uh, wow. Bobby Lashley. Brie Bella, obviously. The, the Bella twins are there as well. CM Punk. Um, Charlie Haas. Carlito. Chavo Guerrero. That'd be, they, they, it was a pretty decent like, yeah, roster. I mean, yeah, you could put together some good around. shows. But yeah, they were just spread across three. I don't think it was so much the talent that was there. I think it was just the... Uh, just the angles EC, and the booking yeah. and stuff. It looked like ECW and SmackDown were probably the better of the two as far as like the rosters go. Yeah. From just like looking at the like uh yeah, it definitely looked like yeah, it looked like SmackDown and ECW had the better of the uh of the talent out of the uh three shows. But um yeah. I mean yeah well it's it's properly rated. We're gonna go with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, Zach Hertzler says, um, not sure if this has ever come up, but what wrestler do you think is overrated and also who do you think is underrated? I'm gonna go I'm gonna assume um he might mean all time, but I'm gonna say I want I'm gonna make my own rules here and say who do you think is overrated and underrated like currently? Like who do you think um, you know, I'm gonna start with Marco. Who do you think who do you think is uh, oh, overrated? Or underrated. You can choose. Let's see. Underrated, obviously, Cody Rhodes. I mean, oh my god! <laughs> okay, wrong. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop this question over to Seth and see what his answer is. Good God! <laughs> uh, to me, overrated. I know that catching me uh, for this is Daniel Bryan, dude. Like Daniel Bryan's oh good. My god. Who are no, you? Get Daniel Bryan here. is really he's really get really good, but he's not here. an all timer, dude. Daniel Bryan is not an all time great. Like straight up, like he's. What? He's okay. really, really Actually, good. You but know what? This show he's is not an all-time let's legend. Let's go ahead and so. cut to the. Let's go ahead and cut to the yeah. outro. I witnessed him. Both of you defeat, tonight. I witnessed him defeat Evolution in one night. Yeah, that's not right. That's, and then what happened two that? months later? He had to forfeit the belt because his neck was hurt, and then it's well, been yeah. back and forth. He ruined what should have been an epic Roman and Edge WrestleMania main event by just begging. He, he basically begged and whined his that way. Match was, that match was awesome. He I basically that begged and whined his way into no, was, the main event. I, I'm going to break kayfabe and He's give the you the real reason champion, why Seth. He is why the he was in that main champion. event. You want to know the real reason why he was in that main event? Huh. Edge did not have the cardio that's right. To last in that match. That's right. They definitely needed a Daniel Bryan boom for Roman Reigns to work off of. I mean, yeah. love Edge, love what he's doing with Seth Rollins and, and all and that stuff. But Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns was one of the best matches that I've seen. Like it was awesome. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the hey. like. 
So uh, I'm yeah. saying, you know, I don't think that, I don't think I'm not saying he's not really, really, really good. I'm not saying he's not great, but I don't think he is like the modern day legend that people make wow. him out to be. The the promo is not there. And I don't Seriously, know, man. You don't remember when he was the planet's champion? Like, yeah, ripping, ripping that lasted people. like three weeks. Because they, dude, he's been in WWE. We don't even know what he's capable of in AEW with being a little True. bit more unhinged. Like, dude, he he gets a rip into the fans and talk about him eating hot dogs and freaking being like, you know, sucking up or creating carbon in the environment. Like, dude, he <laughs> he is a freaking genius. I love Daniel Bryan. So yeah, I, it's canceled real quick. Um, you know, honorary honorary um. <laughs> mention is Kurt Kilberg. He says, I just want to shout him out real quick because he sent in a question last minute. said, Sheena, since I know the football talk bored you last week, couldn't agree oh, no. more, by the way. Here's something uh, you can sink your teeth into. Who's going to win the World Series this year? Um, baseball, <laughs> first of all, I actually enjoy watching football. Um, I just don't invest my time in like caring who wins and loses anymore. I, I, I enjoy watching football. But baseball, that, that stuff is for the birds. Who freaking watches baseball? That's just so boring. My parents sit around and watch baseball, and I'm like, you guys are the worst. Like, Chick-fil-A you know? shoots hard on <laughs> baseball. On yeah. America's pastime. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, uh, maybe maybe the Yankees, the Dodgers, those are like, you know, the teams that I, I know off the top of my head, so I'll, I'll go with one of those. All right, uh, so Shane, thank, thanks listeners for that. where they can, uh, they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco running the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. Join our Foley fam and get in on all the fun at ChickFoleyShow.com. And reminder, send a screenshot of yourself listening to this week's show for your chance to win Elite 86 Carmella. It's time for our new closing segment, the trivia question of the week. I think I'm actually on the grill this week, so hit me with it, Shane. <laughs> All right. At the September 1990. Make sure you hold it down. You know, you're on camera. So, I mean, I didn't oh. see it, but I could potentially read the. Uh, yeah, it's you know, going to blur it out. My, my little yeah. light here is going to blur it out. So, at the September 1995 in your house, who introduced Dean Douglas? Right, there's a multiple on... choice. I want to see. I want to see if you no, can no, get no, it. No. There's two people them. I'm thinking of right now. Um, I'll say the genius. Wrong. Uh, okay, so give, I'm gonna, give, Marco, do you get give Marco a chance to steal? Okay, Marco, here's, um, your, here's your chance to steal. Do you want to hear the um, the multiple choices? Yeah, give me the multiple choices. Okay, so your, your multiple choices are Mr. Perfect, Bob Backlund, or Ted DiBiase. Introduce Dean Douglas. Uh, let's go with Bob Backlund. Ding, 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 ding. What? You got it. I was thinking okay. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect was like, the, for some reason, I had him in my mind I, to guess instead of the genius. I yeah. was going to say Mr. Perfect, but I was like, nah, he wouldn't introduce uh, <laughs> Dean Douglas. Good job, Marco. When you start Agnes. tracking these, who gets who who gets the trivia question it's right? It's your segment, Sheen. Start tracking. All right. So, uh, right. yeah. So, nobody Jordan got it last week. didn't get week. it last week either, right? Nobody's yeah. gotten your... You've stumped, you stumped Jordan, then you stumped me. So, Marco, you're getting first crack next week, man. All right. Do us proud, dude. Sheena's been stumping us. All right, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, shoot those screenshots to Sheena and Marco, and we will catch you guys next week.